You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the hole in none fantasy golf podcast with me words and my neighbor dje mr dody fade on tonight's podcast scotty scheffler wins the players championship wrecking our dreams it shook up the blc leaderboard but stayed heavy at the top we'll dive into that then move it on over to the valspa featured groups shit picks the huge hey johnny hello word How's you doing, Diplo? How are you? I'm good. I'm great. Was Diplo the DJ that recently came out and said he got a blowjob from a guy, but he's not gay? That's Did you hear about that? That's why, yeah, that's <laughs> why I was saying, what up, Diplo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we read the same news, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got, yeah. Hey, listen, he sucked my dick. It wasn't the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're talking about that, uh, you know. Gayness is a, a spectrum, right? So um, between between John Wayne and uh, Big Gay Al, like where do you think he slides on that? Kind of by Ryan Seacrest? I, I would say he's right there with Jackson Mahomes, remember? Because Jackson <laughs> Mahomes made out with a hot, like, milky chick. And I was like, wait, but how did he How did he kiss her if he's gay? Yeah, same Im- way Diplo guy's dick sucks. Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the same way. The Diplo got his dick sucked by a guy, okay? All right, so we'll put Diplo on the spectrum right between, uh, yeah, Ryan Seacrest, Jackson Mahomes, and Magic Johnson in that area. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me that Mag- Magic Johnson didn't maybe have sex with some guys over the, the course of his uh, you know, tenure there in the 80s that landed him with eight, HIV, or you should say AIDS, whatever. He, he doesn't have AIDS anymore. <sighs> Oh man, we're Anyways, we're, we're a minute we in get? and off the rails already. I love it. Um, yeah. So you are calling in from colorful Colorado. You're in Garden of Gods, yeah. I am technically in Chapita Park, but more importantly, words. I looked this up because I actually, you know, we're so we're so secluded from from the world here. Just got back from Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> what a hike that must have been. But so so the town that is closest to get to that has, you know, pretty much everything, you know, they got a Walmart, they got a Starbucks, uh, is Woodland Park, which is our, our boy JC, who's in the league, uh, his, his family has a place up there, but famous site of the Texas seven. Um, if you recall the guys that, uh, they escaped from, from jail, from prison in, in Texas, and they were captured at a fucking RV park that is literally five minutes from where I am, five miles from where I am right now. Just drove by it. It was great. Cool. When was this? Uh, it was probably like early 2000s. Um, but yeah, I mean, they were on like FBI, America's Most Wanted, I guess. Um, yeah, it happened. They broke out um, December of 2000, and they were apprehended in January. So they were on the run for over a month. So pretty, pretty, pretty crazy. And um, 
one of them I think was killed in the actual um, capture, but they actually killed a police officer uh, during their escape. And so since that capture, I think four of the six people that were left have been executed uh, on death row. So, oh, good, pretty awesome story, huh? Yeah. Is there a plaque there they to commemorate pos- or something? Or uh... <laughs> they were they were posing as a. Uh, as missionaries, so they just had to act like they were weird Christians to blend in, I guess. Yeah, super easy to do that. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they there's going to be... Uh, and things. Surely there's like a head shop there called like the Texas 7. You know what's weird is like, the I think it, it's Teller County, and I don't think they have, like, there's no dispensaries to like be seen anywhere. Like, they have medical down in, um, in I believe it's El Paso County. But like up there north, there I don't I don't see dispensaries anywhere. So I don't know if it's a county by county thing here, where they're just like an abundance of, of weed shops. It certainly isn't like the Green Mile in Oklahoma City. Like you have to kind of go find a place. Like there's only two recreational spots um, that are probably about 20 minutes south of where I'm at. But luckily, I just you know I, I brought some on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> That's the old fail safe, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, they call me the English patient for a reason, bub. <laughs> yeah, you got uh, you got a medical marijuana card, and the uh, the list of symptoms is long, long and distinguished. <laughs> exactly. Good. Well, I was talking to my dad earlier and saying how you're gonna have to call in from Garden of the Gods, and he reminded me that that's where he was in July in 1969 when we uh, landed on the moon. Then I was like, Dad, we faked really? that. We faked that, Dad. And he was like, Jesus Christ, Andrew. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Yeah, I'm actually, I am heading down there here probably in about 50 minutes. Whereas as soon as we get done with this show, I am heading down there to play some golf today. So uh, luckily got about 63 degrees as the high today. So, I mean, it should be fucking nice. It's just they've had a rough winter. So I drove by the course yesterday and it looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You should tell them that right when you walk in. And uh, what is look at this fucking dump? You gonna charge me to play this fucking place? No, it, it's a great course, but uh, it definitely is, is not in prime. I mean, fuck, what is it? It's uh, March fifteenth. Is that what day it is today? Yeah, I haven't the down. So the Ides uh, of March. Is your, it's time to pay the fiddler, whore. You got any outstanding debts you owe? How much money you owe me? You owe me no. something, don't you? So, are you is is, is you, Weezy on spring break right now? Yes. Okay, so we uh, we had. Basically Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is daycare off, but obviously we've got Olivia here. We're coming back tomorrow evening, but shit, we're thinking about extending our trip. I don't know. We'll see. See if I can get my wife drunk enough to commit to that. Um, but yeah, um, I'm excited to play some golf today, man. Because it's, it's been shit. It's been almost a week. Yeah, and we're gonna be back up there in a month or two, eh? Oh yeah, we are indeed. Words, we are indeed. And then next week, you're you're going on your own little. Adventures, so we're gonna have back-to-back remote shows. Yes, Fisher Island. I don't know what and, to expect uh, there. I'm just, I'm just tagging along. You basically. and Alec Murdoch, right? Yeah, that's me and the Murdoch. Murdoch. <laughs> Murdoch. Alec. Alec Murdoch. Alec. Alec's a great guy, man. He was innocent, as you know. Um, so we're gonna try <laughs> of to. Of course. I may go write him a letter and send it to the prison, and you know, just try to start to uh, start a dialogue, really, on uh, what 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 really happened. Get to the bottom of it. Maybe we should start ditch this fucking uh, fantasy golf shit because we suck at it and just start a Murdoch podcast. Well, 
he certainly looks uh, like a hardened criminal once you shaved it, that red hair of his uh, in his in his inmate picture. Jesus Christ! Yeah, he joined a gang pretty quickly, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Got to. Like, Got oh, to I'm, I'm going to be a skinhead. Nah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go the uh, white nationalist route. Shocker there. I know. We're. I'm just so pissed off because you know I, I mentioned it to you. I I've got a I've got a sports book um, app that I downloaded because here in Colorado you can legally bet. So I've been betting. Um, I've been betting that I was betting live on the players, which obviously we'll get into that. It just pisses me off because you know you, you see these bets and I'm like I wanted to bet the Thunder just outright. But guess what? I didn't actually bet it. So um, the one bet that I made money on, and you can you can guess it. I think I told you. I took Sunday matchup bet Wyndham Clark versus Edward, uh, Francesco Molinari, and Wyndham just beat his ass. So that was the only the only winner for me. So I'm I'm currently down four dollars and sixty seven cents. Oh, that's it. I thought you were going to be down a lot more than that because you were sending me a bunch of bets you were placing. I mean, you had the you were live betting Homa <laughs> really early in the round, his round where he early. was getting hot, um, uh-huh. and then of course he he splashes. He was he was in the hunt for solo second. Um, right behind Terrible Terrell uh, until he fucking put one in the drink on 17 and kind of crashed both of our dreams and our, yeah, our fantasy purse. Ugh. Yeah, it was honestly, we were, we were talking back and forth, and Max, when he got into a tie for second, we both were kind of like, holy fucking shit, this is the best case scenario. We could get 2.7 mil if he can hang on to this, but you're right. The dreams came and went at the 17th hole, whereas... Um, but you mentioned it before, man. I mean, Scotty Scheffler. I mean, I've I've said that the picks are obvious. They could fucking smack me in the face. I knew Scotty Scheffler was going to win this goddamn tournament. But guess what? I didn't want to pick him. I just, why would I pick him if I if I knew he was going to win by five? Yeah. Then you can't save him for uh, you know like a an eleven million dollar purse in the middle of the third third segment. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's pretty crazy, man. It. it it, we go from basically thinking beginning of the year it's Rory Rom, then it's Rom as just the greatest of all time, and all of a sudden the Arnold Palmer, you know, Friday Saturday rounds happen to Rom, and I'm still like, okay, that's nothing. He, he's still the best, but Scotty Scheffler comes through and wins. John Rom with just the absolute biggest cucking of <laughs> of my career withdraws after the first round. Now, would he have been there? I don't know, but I can tell you with with the names that kind of wound up in the top ten, I would have been surprised that John Rob wouldn't have found himself there. So he must have been shitting blood, or oh, maybe, you know, maybe Keppa, or maybe he caught someone fucking boy, his wife again. Our, our boy, our boy Steve said that maybe he had some sour uh, breast milk from Kelly's kit. Um, but yeah, John Rom with the ultimate, just the news, like just. Sent a tidal wave across the league. I get a text. The first person that texted me was C Rob, the commish. He's like, What the fuck, John Rom WD? And like, I'm standing by the TV and I hear him say, Well, John Rom just withdrew. And I'm like, This is, there is no God. There is no God. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm sitting in an upstairs bedroom here and at no shit, I'm looking at a, a bookshelf and I just, there, there's gummies hidden. Like, th- this is not a good hiding spot. I just found a thing of gummies and I opened them up and there is a full thing of gummies right here. And they're dated nine seventeen of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm going to try these. They look pretty, pretty old. I was right in the heart of COVID. 
<laughs> so anyways, words, as you know, you probably relish the fact that Sean Rahm withdrew, so I'm getting zeroed. That's, that's how this game is. You know, if they complete a round and you are on them and they withdraw after finishing a full round, you're fucked. That's I've right. I've people who that's happened to before. We've, la- we've laughed at them together, remember? Yes. But here, here's the other funny thing. I mean, Rory is, is the obvious kind of favorite. He has a great history here. He's the most picked guy in the league. And what does he do? He goes out and absolutely shits the bed. Um, Early. Later, which he... Started open up yeah, double he, double or no not double double but he doubled the first hole. Okay, yes. Yeah, seventy six, seventy three, um, which was right there with my bastard brother Harris English, who I liked going into the week. He shot seventy eight to start the first round, but Rory McIlroy, the most picked guy, crashes and burns. And there were several people that had Rom and McIlroy on their team words, and uh, and Rory only missed yes. the cut by one. I mean, he looked like he like someone just shot his dog. When his game is not on, he does not like to fight that much. He just kind of lays there, if you know what I'm saying. Well, he actually missed by, like, three. <laughs> it was pretty pathetic, to be quite honest, Words. Um, and I got to give a shout-out. We'll, we'll go over the, the shit later, but big shout-out to my boy, uh, Dallas Shawn, Lebowski's Achievers. Zero dollars. He picked Rom, Rory, and I believe Fegan Bradley uh, for zero dollars at the biggest tournament of the year. So at least we were, at least we weren't Sean. <laughs> yeah, and my boy Anthony Padova, eighty-five. I love you forever, but goddamn, he forgot to get his picks in. That's a that's a tough one. Tough one being in the top ten. Yeah. Tell me about that. Did he did he text you like immediately Thursday morning? Like what kind of suicidal thoughts was he having? I mean, we talk about the suicidal Thursdays, but I mean, Jesus Christ, that's got to be a whole different level there. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't feeling too hot about it, but, uh, you know, Hey, we all bounce back, right? Maybe, or maybe we don't, who knows, but, well, uh, yeah, you he, know, for, for him, he only dropped 21 spots. So he's just uh, in 27th now. So yeah, I mean, that's inc- worse. That's incredible. <laughs> I had, I had Homa and Morikawa who we'll get into in just a second. And I dropped 32 spots, so figure that out. <laughs> mm. Well, well, Morikawa, uh, yeah. So I was I was prancing in tall cotton there for a while with Rom with Rom W Ding. Morikawa has he's one back Thursday. Looks absolutely like a killer out there. And then all of a sudden he forgets how to drive the golf ball, and you know his his irons are still there, but he he can't putt. He can't do shit. So on moving day, when everyone's like, you know, it's it's the course had been rained on. It was soft. There wasn't a lot of wind. You got Tom Hoagie breaking the fucking tournament course record. And Morikawa finishes the day one over and drops like, you know, 40 spots on the list. And I'm just like, Jesus, Colin, like, what What do I have to do? What do I have to do to get you to figure it out? So, words, I will say, uh, obviously, after that first round 65, I was a little worried. But... You know, Colin was coming off of two missed cuts, so of course I'm thinking this is a stretch going with a guy that literally, you know, last time I I played him at the, uh, I want to say, did I play him at the Arnold Palmer when he missed the cut? I mean, I played him either there at the Genesis missed cut, and when you picked him, I just knew you. You kind of even said it yourself. You you picked him knowing I wasn't going to pick him, and then of course. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, if Colin Morikawa wins this thing, I will kill myself. Oh, I would have um, But you're right. After that, it would have been great. But, I mean, literally, he, he didn't crack 71 after after that first round. So, um, 
and the funny thing is, is we kind of had. Hey, but he still got on Jimmy Fallon, huh? That wasn't that cool. Yeah. Talk about fucking pouring <laughs> milk in your cereal before your cereal. Jesus Christ! If I have to hear that story one more time. <laughs> I know, um, but we're after after. Did you hear Ben Griffin? Me. Did you hear Ben Griffin's your mortgage broker? Holy shit! <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh my god, he quit professional golf for three months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah three <laughs> months, that wow. Timeline? <laughs> that timeline, it was like, oh, uh, he starts working in March and then goes to Corn Ferry uh, to, to uh, school in June. It's like, okay, it sounds like he really was really on uh, a path to stay with that company for a while, huh? That is so good. It's all these people who fucking think, like, you know, an unnamed Fort Worth podcaster, uh, golf prod- podcaster who... What's these guys that play pro golf that think it's a fucking grind to go practice and hit balls all the time? When they try to go make a fucking real living, that's when they realize, shit, maybe I should go practice a little bit harder. Yeah. Well, yeah. He obviously I'm talking about John Peterson. He did not like sitting at a desk (laughs) at all. And uh, I can't say I fucking blame this. I can't blame him. So... That was a good tournament it's for him. Working to, out well for him. Yeah, good tournament for him to pop at, and he's uh, he's going to be in the field this week for the Valspa. Yes, uh, we're so real quick. I got to go back and point out uh, two things. One, you know, once Rom WD assured zero dollars, your your stretch, your reach. I got to say, bold, bold. I, I commend you for the, the effort. Cocaine, Chris misses <sighs> the cut. So for you and I both I having won. Max Homa, it came down to my mate Jason Day against Colin Morikawa. And at one point, I mean, they were neck and neck the whole time, but Morikawa edges him by a shot, I believe. Um, yeah, they get a shot, which was a different than almost 200K, but we're, I looked at it, the 16th hole, which I believe played as the easiest hole on the golf course all week. Um, you know, it's like a 515-yard par five, but there is the water on each side. Jason Day makes six the first three rounds. Colin Morikawa makes, I believe, four the first three rounds. That is a difference of six shots right there. If, if Jason Day plays that in three under instead of three over, he's, he's in second place. So I, I, I got to make the excuse for my mate, but it was nice to take in the ride with my mate for the last time this season, yep. even though he didn't get the job done for me. Yeah, I wish I'd taken him over fucking cocaine, Chris. That was really, really <laughs> disappointment. Um, but, you know. We we move on. Um, what else? Minwoo Lee, dude. He got some flair. <laughs> I Jesus. fucking love this guy. The wispy mustache, <laughs> the mullet, the mock turtleneck. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. If you yeah, got, if you took him off the golf course, moxie. if you took him off the golf course, this guy is running the yokuza within like two years. <laughs> so and of course, I I you picked him just a couple weeks ago, and, and it was kind of a out of nowhere pick you know i think the guys only played what maybe 17 pga tour events now um but he goes 66 on saturday to propel himself into that final group only to drop off a 76 but he still had some fun with that 76 he buried that long ass putt on 17 and just kind of like locked it in you know it was, it was pretty awesome it seemed like he really had a fun time out there and maybe that's how you can match the fact that you're really 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 disappointed that you shot 76 in the final group on sunday but Hell, it looked like he might have actually had a fun time doing it. Yeah, well, I mean, when you're hitting your three iron, three hundred yards off the tee, that's that's pretty special. And you've seen his ball speed, the the you know north of one ninety um, with his driver, yeah. which he's kind of like averaging yeah. that. And that's what all the younger kids are doing right now. I mean, it, it is the ball speed's incredible. And just for a reference, fucking 
Justin Thomas, who can't drive, who's a shitty driver anyways, but he hits it pretty far, you'd think. I mean, he's about a 180 ball speed guy. So 190 is kind of insane. Well, they showed what the guy who leads the tour is Brandon Matthews. Yeah. Average was maybe right around 190. Um, obviously, he can have a lot more than that, but like an average swing. And like Minwoo Lee is right fucking there. And you see the meme. I, I've, I've seen the meme plenty of times where it's like the skinny, like bony, really, really skinny guy. And it's like, tag the person who who looks like this but hits it a mile <laughs> past you. And that's fucking Minwoo Lee. I mean, the guy, that, that little ropey draw is just remarkable. I mean, that shot he took on 18 basically every day. That, like you said, that went 300 yards. I mean, that's fucking insane. Yeah, he was awesome. Uh, Not to then, mention his, his sister, right? Minji Lee. Yeah, she won the U.S. Open, and she almost won the British Open, too. She was in. She went to like six or seven playoff holes and uh, and couldn't get it done. But she's really, she's obviously very good, too. Um, and her, yeah, Minji Lee, Min Woo Lee. That, that would have been a confusing childhood. Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, how about Terrible Terrell Hatton, the Pratt? Oh, uh, God. Dropping a, 60, what a, a 65 on Sunday, birdieing his last six holes, which had never been done. You know, on 16, he had like a two-and-a-half-foot putt for birdie. And I swear, someone from the crowd, like, may have said something, and he was kind of going over it, and he just looks up like he wants to kill someone and, like, <laughs> he keeps eye contact with him for kind of an awkward period of time before like looking back at his putt and and, and making it he's just uh he's a he's a wild card that I that I love even though he's such a piece of shit. <laughs> Honestly man, it's it, the amount I, I saw something about the money, you know. He obviously went from basically outside of probably the top you know, fifteen. He was probably between fifteen and ten. All the way up to second place, two point seven fucking million dollars for that birdie run. So, buy yeah. your girlfriend something nice. Um, yeah, um, and no one loved that more than our boy Jack Schwab, um, who was racing up the charts with Terrible Terrell, and you know all those Homa guys, those Homer Homa Scheffler combos were just um, yeah crying in their beers because they didn't get it. Uh, the last thing I guess Scotty Scheffler he wins big dick tournaments unlike Rom. I hate to say it. I mean Rom mm-hmm. of course has a US Open but Scotty when he has these these leads, these 54 hole leads in these big tournaments it's like it's over. Like even on Saturday when he was like one or two back um kind of during the middle of his round I was like this is fucking over. Scheffler's going to win this thing. And sure enough on Sunday he was just steady Eddie. He bogeyed one early but then just kind of make par 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 and of course you know, he's he's six three and three hundred thirty off the tee, but can also chip in like he did on eight for birdie, and then he had four birdies in a row after that, and it was just that well that's I may as well take Wheezy to the golf course because this shit's over. Well, I can just tell you where it's it, it's impressive. You're right. He he seems just to be a closer and it, what what a, an amazing it's an amazing thing what one year's time can do, you know. Basically, prior to the Phoenix Open last year, we're talking about when is this guy going to finally win? And now, flash forward 14 months later, and the guy has, what, six, seven PGA Tour wins now? Six? I mean, it's it's something crazy. Uh, maybe six, I don't know. But Six, yeah, but six is, big ones. He's the number one player in the world yet again. He's taken all the momentum, and you got to think now, the sports books still, for whatever reason, don't give him, I think, the respect he's due because I, I think that he is still the third betting favorite um, for the Masters. But Scotty Scheffler has got to be on 
near the top of everybody's list, heading back to potentially defend and get his second straight create tactic. You know, everyone's saying he looks like Buzz Lightyear with that chin. I always thought he kind of looked like the bad guy from Tango and Cash. <laughs> you said a picture words, and I just was like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> Broke my ribs, hey, my it, leg, and my jaw. Wasn't it? Wasn't it you that uh, you were you were uh, the Karate Kid three when you had that ponytail? <laughs> that was the no, yeah. That was the other. That's the other bad guy from Tango and Cash. Um, is it yeah, really? Well, there is a guy with a ponytail in, uh, but different bad guys. The uh, the guy I'm talking about was killed in the in the prison after being electrocuted when Sly Stallone kicks his ass. <laughs> well, word before we move off from the players, shout out to Victor Hovland, uh, T3, but the guy he T3'd with word. The Dakota Rose. Tom, Tom Hoagie breaking the course record. Old, 62 on Saturday. Tom Hoagie, old bean tooth himself. Yeah, that how, was... How pissed, how pissed was, were you that your guy did that? I love him, but God damn it, yeah. He was right there. He was right there for the taking, but he, you know, he hadn't popped really a ton this year. Um, you know, I've taken him twice. Well, I don't know what to think about that. Yeah, I love old, I love old Hoagie. Shit. I don't think anybody picked him. What, does that surprise you? I mean, it doesn't. But where, do you remember when we were going over it? And you were like, I'm taking Tom Hoagie. I'm taking Tom Hoagie. He's a good iron player. Um, yeah. But Wilson. I, Wilson. Uh, one took him. There was one motherfucking person that took Tom Well, Hoagie. yeah, I'd be listening to your show. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I it mean, is. Jesus a, Christ. It is a horse for the course. And when it's, you know, when it's soft conditions, it's uh, target golf. And he, uh, he went after it. I loved Colt, Colt, your boy Colt's reaction. He was playing Whisper Rock. Like, no, fuck! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, is seriously, Colt. he is built like a goddamn gremlin, isn't he? He's only about five fucking five. Um, <laughs> I know. Built I, I like Santa. I, I swear to God, when I met him in Tulsa, um, when I walked over and I introduced myself, because he definitely knows me. Um, be eight inches taller than him and and you know you like to make fun I'm not that tall (laughs) I was looking down at him hey hey bitch it's DJE from OKC (laughs) okay word so that's the players Uh, how about a recap I actually I got got it all pulled up here Um, is that where we're at is there anything else worth talking about right now nah it's good hit him up so, as you mentioned, words we had a three hundred dollar skin get claimed this week because we had an outright winner, Schwab Dogs Zach Schwab, worth seven point two eight million dollars, five hundred k clear of second place. That's how you race up the charts. That is that how you race up the charts. Big got, time. Yeah, I got to uh, give a quick shout out to him because he obviously can't be on the show today to guest pick because you're calling in from parts unknown but he wanted to give a shout out to doc allman pistol pete for helping him remind him to get his picks in so uh you know there's that and also we got to say yeah go get you a dog from from schwab meats fuck fuck taylor cusack right man yeah i will <laughs> uh, seriously <laughs> Because, yeah, the swinging feet were right there behind him. Aren't they brother hormones? Yeah, I smell collusion. Yeah, collusion they had together with, with Scheffler. But um, 
he was uh, Zach was one of the few that took Hatton. Terrible, terrible, yeah. Barrage finish that you talked about. That's what got him up there. The oh, third guy rounding out his lineup right. was Cam Young. Um, but there was a three-way tie for second words. Carl's bad D, that son of a bitch, Daryl Smith. Remember, he, he crashed the party early on in this league. We don't even know who that is, but he's been in the league for years now. Um, he was tied with the swinging Pete, as we mentioned before, Jeremy Allman, who reminded his brother-in-law he needs to give him a share of the cash. Also tied for second, the Onion Burger, Keller Flynn. All three of those guys had the men from Norway, Max, Ho- Max Homa and Scotty Scheffler. Um, words, there was an outright fifth place, and that man is El Chapo, Sam Swanson. Um, he was in fifth place. Right behind him in sixth place, and by the way, that was $6.25 million for Chapo. Right behind him, Bourne's victim, his second top ten of the year. That's Mike Ellis. He had Tom Kim, Victor Hovland, and Scotty Scheffler. Right behind him at number seven, there was a two-way tie. Thomas Kelly, um, better than most. Is that your, is that your cousin? No. <laughs> I was going to say, Tommy? Do you have a cousin named Tommy Kelly? Scott Kelly? Tommy Kelly. Do you have a cousin named Tommy Kelly? No, Kelly Patterson. <laughs> okay, well, Thomas Kelly is right there in second, or seventh. I don't know if uh, that is, if, the, if that's the Tommy Kelly I know who lives down the street from me. But if it is, shout out Tommy. What's up, buddy? Tied with him. Stats 21, that's Matt Smith. There's actually two Matt Smiths in the league. This is Matt Smith, who I believe was a fraternity brother of ours. And then we had a four-way tie for ninth to round out the top ten. That's good. That's Matt Hatler. Um, hair to the King, Max Appling, Megan Swanson, four players. That's two Swansons there in the top ten. Congrats to the newly married couple there. And rounding out the top ten, we had Pearson McCoody. That is Jake Robbins, and I got to give him a uh, shout out credit for like being a good name. That's a great name, Jake. So finished T uh, T one or T one twenty nine, which was actually just over one point eight million dollars. T one forty two, which was actually oh, he's gonna cut it. Word. So, um, yeah, uh, that's the top ten. And boy, did it shake up the overall leaderboard because we do have a new number one player in the league. We cursed the Batman last week. He finished, uh, you know, he, he, he had uh, McElroy who obviously shit down his leg. But we got a guy who's returning to number one. It's Hog Bristle, Mark Lester, $21.2 million. He's got a $920,000 lead over. Touch of Klaus, Ben Klaus there at number two. In third place, where's Hollywood, Brent Green, he's just hanging around. He's at number three, up two spots after last week, up seven spots into number four. Three Jack City, Chris Gilbert. He's been racing up the charts. Down four spots from number one. Our guest last week, the Batman, Beaver Ben, Jared Smith, $17.1 million. And let's remind everybody, this is so paying out the top five players. Those are the top five guys right now. But boy, is there a slim lead from there. In sixth place, Shane Eponymous, Joe Stefano. And up. And into the top 10 for the first time this season, our commissioner, C-Rob Slicers, Chris Roberts. He's just $30,000 behind sixth place, $16.94 million. Right behind him, better than most, Thomas basically rattled off a great, uh, I guess, T7 to jump in 24 spots all the way into the top 10, $16.8 million. Number nine, 
Kiki's at 16.7 million in ninth place. And rounding out the top 10 words, you're never going to believe this. Dr. Sketch, Brooks Perry, 16.43 million. He is inside the top 10 for the first time this season. Yeah. Word of the wise, Dr. Sketch. Now that you're in the top 10, I can't uh, I can't text you to remind you to get your picks in, bub. <laughs> yeah. How many times have you done that this year, by the way? Just a couple. I've He's been on it this year. He has been on it better, it. better than uh, better than usual. It's all good. Well, we got to share this because last year it might have even been last year or earlier this year. He had texted to remind him to make picks. Anytime he comes down, he's going to take us to dinner at the ranch. So, Brooksy, you're on. Number. I want to shake your hand, Ben Doherty. I really want to see you crash and burn, but you just are hanging around. <laughs> How could you say that about Ben? Gentle Ben. <laughs> I want to shake your hand. I cannot fucking not laugh every time I hear that shit. All right, J.E., thank you for that rundown. That was uh, that was something special. All right, well, let's move it on over to the Valspa, where Sam Burns is coming off back-to-back wins. Um, this is obviously where our boy Paul Casey also went back to back, which uh, I, think Paul account- Casey! I think that accounts for like half of his PGA Tour wins. Fucking idiot. Um, yes. Valsper, it's a hard golf course. It's windy. It's long. The rough is very thick. Fairways are skinny. It's one of the hardest golf courses they're going to play all year. Carrying on that theme with uh, with the Florida with the Florida swing. Last stop here, though, before we go to Austin for the match play, and we'll talk about that and what we want to do at a later date. I don't know. What are you thinking about that, Je? We want to do a a fucking Je's bracket challenge again? <laughs> yeah, you piece Nothing of shit. Good word is just Je's bracket challenge. <laughs> I'm going to fake my death once everybody pays me. It's like, oh, sorry, uh, yeah. it's all locked up in Je's Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> Make out with make out with like a grand. <laughs> really go far, Bob. Oh wow, you're. If really, I was C Rob, that's what I do. You really are a piece of work, John. Okay, I don't know if I have the featured groups pulled up. Yeah, I've got it, but um, let me see if I can get closer to a window here. <laughs> you're good. You're good. I hear you loud and clear right now. So okay, let's just go over the featured groups. Who you got? Well, the first one is the two-time defending champion, Sam Burns. He's playing with Jordan Spieth and Woodland. Who's the third, sorry? Jordan Spieth and? Gary Woodland. Oh, Gay Gary, huh? Did <laughs> you say Gay Gary? No. no. <laughs> um, we're, I think it's funny, like, the likes of both playing in the tournament this week and they always have. I guess, didn't Jordan win here way back in the day? Like, one of his first wins on tour? Yeah, that sounds like it might think, be right. I think he outlasted, he outlasted like, Patrick Reed, remember? Yeah, And they, like, somehow converted that into, like, a fucking lightsaber for some sort of Star Wars promo. <laughs> remember you, that? You have a special mind. <laughs> I will I will give you that. That sounds right, and it also makes sense that uh, Spieth and Jordan are playing together. Or Spieth and Jordan, Spieth and Thomas are playing together just because they're such big butt buddies. They're yeah. not. They're not playing together. Sam Burns. Jordan, I know, Spieth, but like Gary they're, Woodland. but they're, oh. but, but they're playing in the same tournaments, bro. So they can hang and you know they rode on the plane together. Yeah, and I'm sure they're housing together, and you know they're fucking each other's wives and all that stuff. <laughs> um, I'm laying off the group. I really wanted to take Spieth. I've already taken him. I may have taken him twice already this year, but I mean, he, uh, 
his irons are really he's hitting his irons very well. He's obviously going to chip in at least a couple times a tournament. His putting is still kind of a little, you know, it's a little hot and cold. He's he'll miss a five footer and he'll drain a thirty footer. But his driver is a fucking liability. Like he needs to get rid of the titleist driver and find something easier to hit. Like uh I don't know. I don't know what's an easier well, driver to hit. I was trying to think of that what's the uh the long drive the hammer? He needs a hammer. <laughs> well, I I'll tell you a word. Uh I laid off the group too. I think Sam Burns, there's a lot of people that are going to be picking Sam Burns because obviously he's a two-time defending champion. But nobody has won the same event three times in a row since Steve Stricker did it at the John Deere way back in like 2006 to 2008, something like that. So we've talked about how hard it is to repeat winning any tournament, much less doing it three fucking years in a row. So if Sam Burns can get it done, hats off to him but he burned me at the genesis and i'll be damned if i let burns burn me again this week <laughs> he played well last week but uh, i agree he um, did i'm i'm saving the flavor it is crazy i saw that stat about stricker and that the other person to do it was tiger who did it like seven times <laughs> yeah yeah every every stat gets a little bit manipulated once you throw the big cat's name into it the big um, dick oh speaking of which what do you think about uh, his retort his lawsuit against uh Against Erica, that bitch Erica. What a liar! I know. I hope that uh, I hope that she goes to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she goes to jail too. I He's hope doing I, her for thirty million that she doesn't have. No. Well, the only the only better thing would be if she actually wins and he, it goes like a jury trial. And if if Tiger could call up like thirty girls he used to bang and just like have them all say what a gentleman he was. <laughs> Come on, he only made me do ass play a little bit. <laughs> he Speaking always... of that, I saw some random thing on Instagram where like some girl, some widow, put her some of her husband's ashes into a, a butt plug. <laughs> yeah, that was sweet, wasn't it? <laughs> so you saw it too, huh? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on to the next feature. <laughs> <laughs> I need to. I need to. I need to make an amendment to my will and testament. I think. <laughs> Okay, the next feature group, we got JT Justin Thomas playing with Joel Damon and JT Poston, who is the fake JT. He's the real JT. I, I laid off this group's two words. I'm not going to burn Justin Thomas at this event. Uh, he hasn't been playing particularly great. He barely made the cut last week, although he did hold out twice. Uh, evil, so. Nice. He's, he's a little hit or miss, you know? Yeah, I do. I do indeed. Uh, I'm off the group. I'm going off the spectrum a little bit this week. You and me, Bob. You and me both. Oh, yeah. Wh- um, okay, I- Wyndham Clark. Who else? Hey, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Come on. You knew I'm taking Wyndham this week. Lady Come Wendy, on. of course. Of course. Yeah, no of doubt. Of course I'm taking Wyndham Clark. And you, I knew you'd know I was taking Wyndham. Yeah. You, yeah. And, you and Rissa, um, baby. So here, here's the other funny thing. Where I'm, I'm laying off this group, but I do like JT Poston. He's a guy that can kind of – you know, we made a big deal about it at the Wyndham. We did, but everyone in the golf world, he won the Wyndham a few years ago without making a single bogey in the entire tournament. Um, so I think that if he can keep the ball in the fairway here, JT Poston's the guy that could really be in contention towards the end. Interesting. Looks, the, I'm showing him at 70, 70 to though. 1 and a couple bucks. There you go. You hey, can go put him. Might as well. Yeah. Uh, there, maybe I will. Hey, maybe I will. Hey. Um, this next featured group is fucking whack. we Jonathan Bird, Webb Simpson, K.H. Lee. No. I'm going to go K.H. Lee. Are you really? No. 
Okay. Then let's just skip that group. The next feature group, and this is a good one, but it's all it's all Englishmen. Of course they did this on purpose. Justin Rose. It's me, Justin Rose. Playing with Matt Fitzpatrick and Dummy. Dummy, Dummy. Dummy, Dummy. Uh, Tommy fucking face planted in the final round last week. What did he shoot? I mean, I think seventy six, but he dropped. You know, he was he was in contention. I mean, he was in the last few groups, um, and he went all the way. He he was seventy six Sunday um, to twenty seven. I mean, he he was right there. Uh, but it's good to see Tommy playing good again, at least. Are you taking him? You there? Are you taking him? No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I laid off this group two word. Okay, I'm on Tommy. Give me the Tommy. Yeah, good pick. I mean, he put, I think he played here several times. It's, it's something that I think he's familiar with, and obviously he's got good form. So, Tommy Fleetwood for word. Love it. Word, I like, I like Justin Rose a lot. He played well last week. Yeah, he's but gonna be chalky. He's gonna be chalky. Yeah. He uh for sure. He played great last week. He's back. I mean, he's gonna be on the Ryder Cup team, no doubt, I think. Um I don't see how yeah. they take they keep him off of it. Um, which will be fun. Well Yeah, and Matt Fitzpatrick, he has missed three of his last five cuts. Uh he is not he seemingly does not have his form that he had last year when he won the US Open. So Yeah, neck injury um, too. That's that's not that's not fun, I would I wouldn't think. No. And you mentioned it just a second ago. You said Ryder Cup. The next featured group features the Ryder Cup captain for the United States, Zach Johnson. He's playing with Kevin Kisner, fresh off of finishing dead last uh, after making the cut last week. And a, a little bulldog, another bulldog from Georgia, Brian Harmon. Who played really well last week. He may have, did he, no, I don't think he did top 20 or anything. He might have actually finished in the 50s. But he made the cut again. Uh, good for yep. him. I'm off the group. Good. Um, I you? am too. Okay. The final feature. I'm I'm off the group. I'm off the group. I don't like little bitches. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just joking. Uh, the final feature group. We've got Stu Stink, who I don't think has Reagan on the bag anymore. Word. Talk about the I, gay I spectrum, Reagan, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I think Reagan might have gone to fix things at home with his wife, but he's playing with Robert Streb and Troy Merritt. So another odd feature group, but I think that's what this tournament is. Uh, they don't exactly have the most marquee of names, but they do have some that I was surprised to see. But I laid off this group too, where I'm not on a single player in any of the feature groups. Whoa. You're incredible. I bet you that you, you had me words. I don't think you're on any of these guys. So you, you obviously knew I'm taking Wyndham Clark. Wyndham's having probably the best year of his career thus far. And so he's played this tournament a few times. I think his best finish is like T35. But uh, Wyndham has had a really good year. He's popped up on leaderboards all year. So um, this is the year that he gets the win words, and why not do it here at the Valsper? A lot. It's been done before, Lady Wendy. It's a good pick. Um, I'm so off of it. I, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you though. You guess. You knew I was picking Wendy. I know who you're picking. I who? got one that you're picking. Who? Because you love the Canucks. You're going with Adam Hadwin. Oh, Johnny. You know I'm, we're doing this early in the day, so I actually don't have it all worked out completely. I'm flying by the seat of my pants right now. Um. You know, oh, I just wow. can't tell how chalky he's going to be. Um, but fuck it. Yeah, I'm on Adam Head when I do love me some Canucks. And so I talked you into it. This is like uh, Jared last week. It's like, yeah, I'm going to take so-and-so, I think. Yeah, no, this, 
Appreciate Jared doesn't it. have to play yeah, by the same rules as we do. Whatever we say on the show, yeah. it's got to be down. So Adam Hadwin, it's official. Tommy Fleetwood, it's official. Well, and I got one more up my sleeve. You well, me- I, t- I took I took Hadwin two words. I, I oh, I'm off of him. I'm off of him. I'm off of him. I'm off. He's played well here. He finished T13 last week. Adam Hadwin's a great ball striker. So he actually, his lone PGA Tour victory was here in, I believe, 2017. Is, was that his only victory? Yeah, it was here for sure. I, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there was 2017. Then Paul Casey went back to back, and then Sam Burns went back to back. So how about a little bookend with Adam Hadwin? I don't want to be on fucking go. Hadwin if you're on him. Well, you, I'll give you the. You can switch it if you want to, Bob. Um. Okay. So you, I'm on Wyndham Clark. Adam Hadwin. You're on Fleetwood. Adam Hadwin. And we have one more player leftwards. And if we're on the same guy, then I will. I will be very upset. All right, well, I'll go first. I'm going with a boy named Sue, Justin Sue. <laughs> it's Justin Sowers, and I'm on him too. <laughs> Are you really? Yes, it's uh, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I, I hate you so much. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's playing great too. I mean, he's a he's a, a young guy. Has been playing well. He played well last week, and I think that he is a guy that's going to be a little bit more uh, picked than we probably anticipate. If you and I are both on him, so oh, I hope you get the word. I hope you get eaten by a fucking bear today. It's Wyndham Clark versus Tommy Fleetwood. Words I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> exactly that old matchup. We'll see if you can find that on a, a, a sports book to put a little cash on it as well. I, I will try my damnedest. Okay. Okay, bub. So, Words is on Tommy Fleetwood, Adam Hadwin, and Justin Suh. I am on Wyndham Clark, Adam Hadwin, and Justin Suh. Fuck life. <laughs> yeah, bitchy purse, <laughs> Valsper, and then we got another week, week off. But then, I think we're like 21 days from – no, we're not. Never mind. Masters, maybe. Yeah. S- something like that. It's next month, right? It is. Yeah. No, it's. I think it's three weeks away, Words. Uh, I can't get here soon Three enough because the only problem with the uh, the new elevated events now is that these these non elevated events like well who the who gives a fuck I'm not gonna do anything with anything this week. Hey, the last time we had one where it was when Cocaine Chris got us the victory and we said it. I, I, I related it to begging for fucking change on the corner of the fucking street in Palm Beach. <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, and just a reminder, right now we're uh, this is the last week. Uh, we got we got money that's going to be issued out fifteen hundred bucks to to the winner of segment one, seven fifty to second, five hundred to third, two fifty to fourth, and a hundred dollars to fifth. Words. So um, it's it's going to be a payout, and it can be shaken up anyway. If if somebody picks the winner and the other doesn't, hell, if Wyndham Clark gets the job done and you're not on them, you're probably fucked. <laughs> I'm talking when, about the, like, the rest of the league, not, not not just you. Not just me. Yeah, you wouldn't single me out like that, would you? No. Okay. Well, Johnny, you got any other words of wisdom for our listeners out there? No. Um, I'm going to go out, and I'm probably going to shoot something in the 70s today. Hopefully. We'll see. Uh, I need to get my handicap up, though, because as you and I both know, we've got some golf around the corner for us uh, as far as, you know, Getting into some somewhat of competitive golf, I think. So yeah, I'm officially, you know, I dropped, I, I improved last Saturday. We did not play in the same group. We both played, and I, I had 39 putts on Saturday, so I'm back. 
Yeah. And I'm officially yeah. I'm I'm I've moved on from the worst four in the world to now I'm the worst five in the world. So I'm feeling pretty good about it. Well, good for you. Yeah, thanks, Bob. Good for you, Lord. Well, it'll be fun because here in just uh, I guess maybe about a six weeks ish, we've got our match play tournament starting back up, which you and I showed down last year. And boy, would I love another shot at you, you. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, words. Uh, enjoy the rest of your time. I probably will see you this weekend sometime. But uh, other than that, that's all I got, bro. All right. Yeah. Well, Jenny is leaving town for Fisher Island before me, so let's play some golf when you get back, bubs. Sounds great. All right. You guys enjoy the golf this weekend. Keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. <laughs> oh my goodness.